Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Podbean. We're on Spotify. We're also on Dash Radio every single day from Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on their Nothing But Net channel. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Just punch in Five Reasons and YouTube on Google. You will find it. Right now, we've got Royal Shepherd, Adam Barai, and the rest of the guys and girls. Got Alana on there as well. Um, doing sort of the same thing that we're doing here, but a little bit differently. So check out the post-up show there. Also, fivereasonsports.com for the latest from Brady Hawk, Chris Chase, and others on our local teams and the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've got a lot of them. A lot of them are local, including our friend Mark Brown. You can find him at markbrownpa.com or 954 566 Five six seven eight nine five four five six six five six seven eight. If you're a young single individual, it's important to have a meeting with Mark to make sure that someone you trust is making decisions for you. If you're unconscious, if you're incapacitated, you can't take care of things. If you're young with a family, you need to meet with them so you can set up plans for your kids. If anything unfortunate ever happens, even if you're older and don't have a family, you should have a say in where your estate goes. So reach out to Mark. Mark Brown PA is a small firm, which allows them to be focused on their clients and they remain always available. Additionally, they work with a ton of real estate with their title company. I actually just did business with them when I sold the condo. It was great to do business with them. They were totally on top of everything. So they're experts in handling land or property assets. So reach out to them, markbrownpa.com, M-A-R-C, brownpa.com, or 954-566-5678. Big Miami sports fan. He'll be happy about the result today. Get to that in a second. And now, today's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. You hear some background noise. I'm at the arena today, as is Alex Toledo. That did not keep the Heat from winning. Miami wins today on a Bam Adebayo jumper at the buzzer, a game in which Bam had seven turnovers. Everybody wanted him to be more aggressive. Really struggled in the fourth quarter. Makes the big shot. Ends up with 21 points, 15 rebounds, five assists, a couple of steals. I mentioned the seven turnovers, but he did take 16 shots after taking just six in the last game. The Heat get 18 from Goran Dragic, a more aggressive Goran Dragic. So they get 10 and 10, a double-double off the bench in 15 minutes from Dwayne Dedman in his home debut. 15 from Ariza, 17 from Nunn, 11 from Robinson, 8 from Iguodala, and we'll talk about Hero later. He had 9 points, 4 rebounds, and 6 assists. Now, Alex, they do this against a team that didn't have James Harden and was getting cooked early by Kevin Durant until he had a contusion to his thigh and had to leave after just 4 minutes. But even with all of that said, you don't have Jimmy Butler today, late scratch because of the ankle. I'm hearing he could be back on Monday. It's not considered serious. You don't have Oladipo still. I'm not going to diminish the significance of this win just because Harden was not out there and Durant was not out there for part of it. You were shorthanded also, and this is the kind of game that has gone the other direction on the Heat lately. 
and the guy they needed to make the play at the end made the play. Absolutely. I mean, look, like you said, you can't diminish the win. This is a team that has not been uh, getting any type of easy wins, especially, you know, like coming off of that last game against Minnesota. This, you just needed to see them come back and redeem themselves. I, I don't think they could have left tonight uh, with a loss after, you know, after Durant went out. Obviously, I would have felt a lot different if he would have played the whole game. But I, uh, I just think, you know, that kind of even the playing field a little bit. And I just love the competitive, you know, edge that they had out there tonight. Like, it looked like a team that was really trying their ass off. I mean, look, they're still – tonight was a little bit of a tough game for them to be overhelping so much on defense, and I think it led to a lot of those threes from Shamit and Joe Harris. But on the offensive side, like, they were creating looks, right? And I think without uh, Jimmy and obviously without Depot, uh, the shot creation was going to – I thought it was going to look really ugly tonight. And even with Tyler having a bad game, like I just think they, they were able to create enough offense, enough good looks. Like Goron had a really nice game. Uh, Bam's aggressive, uh, aggression went up and down. But even in the fourth quarter there, they looked extremely competent on both ends of the floor. And like I know Kyrie missed some that he might uh, make at other times, but they defended those shots well down the stretch. They just looked like a, comp a competent playoff team down the stretch. And look, man, I, I – I lost my stuff when Bam made that shot. I can't even front. I'm just going to address that right now. That was incredible. <laughs> I root for Bam as, as a player, as a person. And to see him hit that shot and just kind of hold the ball, it was obvious that he was going to be the one to take it. It felt good to see him look at the basket and not at Duncan Robinson, uh, you know, with his back <laughs> turned to the basket for once. So I'm just happy it turned out this way. And it didn't end with like Duncan missing a, a dribble handoff three at the buzzer. No, you're right. And it had a very Bosch-like feel to me. We, we make this comparison a lot between uh, Bam and Chris because they have worked out together because personality-wise, there are some similarities there. There's some unselfishness. Um, they're both sort of deep thinkers to a certain degree. And, you know, Bosch anointed Bam the next one, right? And I saw that Haslam just did that again. They are rooting for him, but this reminded me of the way that the players on the team used to root for Chris. Um, I was in Atlanta. I was in Portland. I was in San Antonio. Three circumstances where Chris couldn't lean on LeBron or Dwayne. Just like today, Bam couldn't lean on Jimmy. And I feel that this was needed. You needed a game without Jimmy for Bam to do this. It would have been difficult, I think, after the Jimmy callout, which was very direct towards a player who he respects very much. I've been told he thinks Bam's the best teammate he's ever had. Okay. I know people are going to say Dwayne, but again, that's different circumstances. That was a pre-existing relationship. But in terms of their relationship as teammates, he's calling the best teammate he's ever had, best star teammate he's ever had. And But he called him out. He called him out. And I think it would have been challenging for Bam to do this with Jimmy on the floor. Bam, Bam, Jimmy would have been telling him, you know, trying to kick his ass into the right position. Here, there was nowhere else to go. I mean, Dragic brought the ball up the court. He, I thought he was fouled. He thought he was fouled. They reset the offense. Duncan created just enough space. And Bam waved everybody off. I put it on Twitter on my personal account. It's right in front of me. Um, he waved everybody off and nobody else was taking that shot. And that's how this needed to finish. Um, I do want to get into a couple of the other decisions that were made there at the end of the game because I thought they were interesting in the context of the game. Tyler Hero has played the whole fourth quarter, Alex, of all of these games. He didn't play the last three and a half minutes tonight. What do you, I mean, other than the fact that Tyler has struggled, he had that shot at the end of the third. It gave him a little bounce at the beginning of the fourth, but he he's coming up short on shots. He doesn't look confident, but it, it's it's odd for Eric to go away from him right? Like uh, particularly against the team, but I, I guess you can't leave Landry Shamit open 35 times. Yeah, 
Yeah, the the Shamit thing was tough, and I know it kind of balanced out because Kendrick gave you a really good performance tonight, and it kind of uh, tailed off a little bit in the second half there. But uh, I mean, look, he still played well. But as far as Tyler, he he definitely had another rough shooting night. He went four of thirteen. You know, uh, again with Tyler, like it, it really does feel hit or miss with him, and just like the the guards in general, it feels like there's always one or two guys who are feeling it, and then the other two are not, or maybe it's only one guy feeling it. And that's just kind of the, the continued theme here. Like you got a good night from Kendrick and Goron, uh, you know, Duncan was fine. And then Tyler was the one to, to struggle, but you know, I, I think he made, they all made good efforts to try to kind of step up on the offensive side. But as far as Tyler getting benched in the fourth, I think it was the right move. Like they needed the defense, especially on a, if you're going to be a, a team that just uh, you know, your defensive principles are to really help off of guys all the time. It's really tough to do that versus a Nets team that's got shooters all over the floor, even without Durant and Harden playing. Like uh, bringing in Andre, I think for Tyler was the right move at that time. I think they, they needed the, the confidence on that end. And to be honest, like Goron and Bam were the ones really doing all the, the offensive work. So I, I think Tyler was kind of a luxury at that point when he's not hitting shots. I was just watching again on the screen because not everybody's cleared out of this place and they're showing the Bam highlight again. And after his teammates mob him, Iguodala comes up to him and it appears that he says to him, that's who you are <laughs> as he's pushing. Oh, look him. at you. And, and, and I, f- I feel like that is like they need him to take this step. Like, and to do it in a game where he, he literally botched the fourth quarter. I mean, he had, I think, four turnovers in the fourth. Okay. Um, and, and he wasn't playing strong with the ball. But to do it in that game, that's what they, they need him to push through. We've seen Jimmy have bad starts to games, but finish strong. That is kind of the next step to not get in your own head. And, and this team is only going to take that leap if he does. I, I think we're at that stage. And I think we've seen the best of Jimmy. Um, you hope he can sustain that. I don't think we're going to see another level from hero this season. I think we've seen Duncan and Nunn pretty much. You just hope to get the high end of what they are. And a reason Iguodala are fully formed and Dragic are fully formed players in their 30s, and you're just hoping they can keep at that level. Bam is the only guy on this team right now. Would you disagree? The only guy on this team where there is upside between now and the end of the season, significant upside still. Would you agree with that? Yeah, just because in general, I do believe that, you know, if you get him to take more shots, he's going he's gonna to look more like that player that he fans want him to be. But it just really depends on, on uh, Spo getting him those shots more just because we've seen Bam has to be pushed into that. And I know we've said that over and over, but like tonight you saw it, you know, every single time that they, and Spo was talking about this post game on the media calls just now, but every time they got him the ball in the post, there was a lot of times where he had smaller guys on him and the Nets would send uh, a second defender and Bam would find the easy pass there. And it was just like, when they didn't send the help, a couple of times they didn't early on, like he was punishing them. Now, the fourth quarter, he, he struggled with those turnovers there, and that was annoying to see, but he was really, like, covering up everything on defense. So it was like he was making up for it and more. Uh, I think I think this is part of the growth process for Bam. Like, I, he's obviously not fully formed, like you said, and I just think, like, getting reps like this tonight against a, a, a real playoff team, uh, you know, with all eyes on you, with Jimmy, after, literally the game after, Jimmy called pretty much called him out publicly and showed him tough love. Like, I just think it's huge for Bam and his development and his confidence. And we know that that's huge. And I just hope Spo pushes him more to, uh, to, to get downhill and to make plays for himself and to just kind of diversify his offense. And I, I wonder, I, I'm starting to wonder now as I'm talking through it, if that's not going to be like. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The, the quote-unquote secret weapon in the playoffs, where like there's just going to be you know, more offense run for Bam than in the season, and, and teams maybe aren't as prepared for it. Because it really, like you're saying, it's the one thing that they haven't really tapped into yet. And last year it was Goron, right? Goron right. was the thing that they tapped into in, in the in the playoffs. So I don't know. No, I, I think it probably is Bam. Like I said, I don't see somebody else on this team that has that kind of upside. I mean, except the one guy we haven't talked about much. We'll get to him in the second part of the pod, which is Oladipo, which could unlock something else for them once you get to the playoffs. But of the players that played today or are currently active, again, Jimmy just missing the one game for now, Bam is the one guy. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about Depot. And we're going to talk about Deadman because I, he was huge. I mean, 10 and 10 in 15 minutes for a team that hasn't really gotten anything from its backup bigs in a, in a long, long time. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about two of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You got to check out best ever, bstevr.com. That's bstevr.com. This is where you can simulate anything in the NFL. Sign up for free. And just check it out. You can play old NFL teams against current NFL teams. You can sub out players from current NFL teams like the Dolphins, see how they'll do with some of the new players that they added. They're adding an NBA platform soon as well. We're going to start doing a lot of that on our YouTube channel where all these arguments that you see on Twitter, we're going to play them out on bestever.com because it's a great platform. They give you a full box score. They give you a game story. And again, it's free. Another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. You got to check out prizepicks.com. We talk about it all the time. Use the code five, just throw 20 bucks down, give it a shot. You'll have a great time with it. You probably get addicted to it. So I'm just letting you know in advance, we end up playing a lot here, but you can play basketball. You can play soccer. You can play baseball, any of the sports you can combine players from different teams. Um, and basically just, you know, play flex play, play power play, depending on how much you want to risk. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. The instructions are right there on the screen. We put up a video on our YouTube channel to explain it. If you need a little bit more help with it or just reach out, we'll explain it directly. Prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Make sure you use it. F-I-V-E, not the number five. F-I-V-E. And you'll get yourself a bonus. All right, let's get back to the episode here. Dwayne Dedman today, 10 and 10. People were throwing it in my face because they were saying that on Friday, I said, well, Dwayne Dedman's not going to fix all this because everybody just wanted Dedman to play. I never said he couldn't fix anything. First thing, I had to see what he looked like on the court. He hasn't played for a year, okay? Um, he's coming off a major ankle injury. And the one thing I want to say about this is fans always jump to this conclusion. They say, well, if Spo had played him on the West Coast swing, sometimes they hold guys out until they feel they're ready, okay? Like physically and mentally to pick everything up. The single biggest thing, and I watched Deadman very closely today from the arena, the single biggest thing is he knows how to use his body. Precious at this point does not know how to use his body. He needs G League. Deadman, everything is under control. He boxes out clean. Um, the first, his first box out, he gets a rebound, goes up the court, bumps three guys on the way down before setting a solid screen. Literally, if that's all he does for 10 minutes, they're happy with it. But to go eight of eight from the line, and he's a player who was a bad free throw shooter, Alex, early in his career, and he's actually become a competent one. I mean, to get 10 bonus points out of him, plus 10 rebounds. He's the backup big now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And, and not even just trying to like overreact to a one game sample size or anything. I just like, you really saw everything 
that you got him for. You saw all the flashes. And I understand the Nets aren't, you know, are, are, are a bad defensive team. But even still, it's just like, you know, I, I, he gave you exactly what you need down there. And, and Spo was saying the same. Like, the eight free throws are not going to come every game. That's for damn sure. That was an awesome extra. But just the fact that he knows how to use his size, like you're talking about, Ethan, is huge. Like, he's got a huge size advantage on Precious. Precious is what, like 6'8", 6'9", and probably closer to 200 than 250 whereas Deadman is right under 250 weight wise and like he's seven feet tall and he didn't look that slow out there like he, he looks like kind of like a plotting center but he's 31 and he was covering space out there like guys were not uh, getting back door on him guys were not uh you know c- coming off screens and firing easy threes he, he was contesting uh he was closing out like he was boxing out I think he was doing a great job on the interior defensively I just think like after tonight, it's going to be hard to not really play him a lot more and, and, and give him a real shot at that back of five spot. Yeah, I would think so, too. I mean, we didn't even see Bielitsa today. Um, I, I think you could see that the trust in Bielitsa had gone away a little bit from the beginning when Spolster was playing him more. And Precious just – I don't want anybody to just sell the farm on Precious at this point. Like, it's not over. He's a young He's just player. not ready. He's not ready. He didn't have G League. We talked about all this stuff before. You know, Too damn get- small to be playing back of five in the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, forget G League. He didn't even have Summer League. Okay, there was, there's nothing, and that's not really going to be his position. They have to work with him and Bam in a way that the two of them may be able to play together down the road for him to be an asset. We've talked about that. But right now, you're in a playoff chase. You're trying to compete in some ways, whether you're kidding yourself or not. You're trying to contend for, for the Eastern Conference again. He's just not playable right now. And, and I saw, you saw a couple of these circumstances where the ball has come too fast for Precious, Okay. Um, and, and today Deadman, everything is under control. He's a pro. In fact, as I watched him today, I thought to myself, he's going to, he's going to be back next year. Like he's the type of player that the heat put in their organization and they'll try to get him to come back for the minimum next season, uh, just to fill a role. Like I, he, he, him and Ariza, him and Ariza, right. They both look like players are going to be here for a little while. Um, like they fit perfectly from the very beginning. If you just get those minutes from Deadman, I mean, he was a slight minus today, but it wasn't because of him. They gave up a bunch of threes uh, during one of his stints, but he brought him back three different times and played him in the fourth. That shows you that there's a trust level there. Um, let's get to the other topic of the day, and then we'll close this thing. Oladipo, report from Woj on ESPN, uh, which is pretty much everything we've been saying, uh, that there was no new damage on the MRI. Uh, we told you that. So have the locals. Ira talked about that with me on Onside Radio. Barry's reported it. Everybody's kind of reported that. There was no new damage. Um, that he, it's a pain tolerance issue. It's, it's a, you know, it's a risk issue for him as he enters free agency. And essentially, it's up to him, but that he's expected back by the playoffs. Let's pose it that way, and we'll get into this a little bit more depth as we go forward. I know he's starting to annoy Heat fans by posting stuff on IG that's not about when he's coming back, which is the kind of stuff he did in Indiana that we talked to Scott Agnes about, except that he wants to be. He's active on IG every day, and it's never about basketball. It's never about basketball. And I say Heat fans have got to get used to that. He wants to be here. Okay, but I will ask you this. If Oladipo comes back just for round one, how is that going to look? I mean, I, I, in other words, uh, we've seen this before where Heat players come back right before the end. Like, I, I go way back. This is before your time, but Alonzo Mourning 
out for 69 wow. games. No, but out for 69 games. Well, you were a baby out for 69 games, comes back for the last 13 after Anthony Mason made an all-star team. They went eight and five. It didn't work. They got blown out in the playoffs. We've seen this happen before where players come back. Haslam, remember that came back in the, in the postseason, didn't work against Boston. Then they threw him in against Chicago. They got some minutes against uh, for him, but this is a player unlike Haslam or, or, or Zoe who hasn't fully integrated right into their system. That makes this a little bit different. How do you even project this? Let's say he's back with a week left. I think that's probably the best case scenario. Obviously, I have no information as to the timetable for him. But as far as just reacting to the stuff that's come out over the past uh, 24 hours or whatever, like I think that's good that if, if he comes right before the playoffs, like get him a little bit of time to get his legs under him again and, and his confidence back before the playoffs start. And look, even if everything you're saying is completely valid and completely true, like it's not great to have somebody who only got to play four games with you coming back, you know, just just before things got to really turn up and you got to be on point, but they need him. It's plain and simple. They need him out there. They're, they're going to be better off with him. You know, they just need the extra playmaking, the extra shot creation, the extra scoring and the extra defense. Right. And I know the defense has been their strong suit, but like uh, this three game losing streak before today was, uh, you know, the defense was starting to slip a little bit there. So it's definitely not a luxury having his, his defense there. Now just, the offense is where they really need him. They need the extra shot creation and they need him to create good looks for Duncan and for Bam and for the other guys. And just for him to get, you know, if he can put, get, give you 15 points uh, every game, I think that's a huge plus. And I think he can still do that. I think they're going to need him for the playoffs. And that's, you know, there's no exaggeration about it. Well, and here's the one other thing. When he's back, who loses the minutes the way they're both playing now? Hero or none? Because it's not going to be Goron except on back-to-backs, right? Is it Hero or is it none? My my inclination is to say none. I know he's been he played better lately and and has played better as of as of late. But I just think like we've seen how much Spo trusts Tyler in general, and you know even though he he cut him from the closing minutes tonight, he definitely trusts Tyler a lot. And uh, you know me, I still think Tyler is a little bit more skilled as a playmaker and as a player. Uh, it's just when, when the shots aren't going down, it's tough. But I would say the same thing about Kendrick. Uh, so I, I'm going to say Kendrick is the one whose minutes get cut short. But like if, for example, if Goron, like maybe he takes a game off or, or something like that, I think Kendrick could get right back in, into the rotation. But to me, it's it's pretty much based on if Tyler can just go back to being an, a, a decent player when when, when Old Depot is back. Yeah, and that means both ends too. That doesn't just mean oh, his well, confidence well, back on offense. You can only ask for so much. But 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 he can't. Yeah, he can't be the defensive liability. I mean, Landry Shamit turning into Dylan Brooks, turning into Malik Monk. We've seen this story before. Um, that can't keep happening. Thanks to our sponsors, PrizePicks.com. Use the code five best ever. B S T E V R dot com. Our friend Mark Brown, PA dot com. You got estate planning. You need to close on a house. Reach out to him. He's the best here locally. And, of course, Biscayne Bay Brewing. Saw the little stand here today. They were selling the Tropical Bay IPA. They're taking over. They're the official beer of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Alex, Greg will be back tomorrow. Alex and I will be back during the week. Again, check out Post Up 5R with Royal and everybody else over there right now. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.